And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seed Rail. Hey, boys and girls, welcome back to the second part of Seeing Red's 2013 Best Of. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm way over here. No, I'm Aaron Illich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, just to kind of highlight everybody, we've already gone through... Okay, just tell us what we've gone through so far. We've gone through the movies, songs, TV series, books, and video games of 2013. Okay, so what's starting this week? We're starting with podcasts. Okay, Rebecca. Well, I'm going to be honest here. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts because I always feel like I never have time for anything because when I want to do something that I want to do, I get bitched at for it. Like, I'm not allowed to have any leisure time, apparently. No, I'm serious. Like, if I'm not going to school or cleaning, then I'm not allowed to do anything. Those are like, that's my life. But anyways, the only podcast I've listened to this year is Seeing Red. You know that... Which sometimes we listen to that shit over and over again. <laughs> it's It's amazing because I never thought... That we could be funny. I know, right? But we do. We we have funny moments. We just I listen to it and, and especially like the older stuff that I've yeah. forgotten about. And it's just funny as hell. <clears throat> I remember listening to the first few episodes. I remember Aaron was like really hesitant to you can kinda of hear it in his voice. He's like, Do I <laughs> wanna jump into this conversation? <laughs> but now, you know, it's just, we've been doing it for so long, it's just, it's natural, it's comfortable. Okay, I lied. I don't listen to just Seeing Red, because I just realized what he put on here. Exactly. I listen to this a lot, and I forgot it was a podcast. Okay, what is your pick? It is the Going Quantum Podcast. Now, what is that? I've actually heard of it, but I'm not sure what it, it is. It is a music podcast. Oh, okay. He, he, um, he normally gets... Uh, not really newer artists, but artists that are coming up, up and coming uh-huh. in, in the uh, the electronic scene, and um, he'll do like different genre mixes in order to like coincide with um, the the tone of the guest mix. Sometimes he'll just do a random mix, you know, and it's it, they're all legitimate songs, and they all use their um their I I I call them DJ sets, but technically they're not called DJ sets. They can be Anywhere from turntables to um, uh, CDJs, which are, you you can put um, CDs in it, and you can like scratch on it. You can <clears throat> edit the audio pitch. You can have a section of audio repeat stuff like that. And in technically, they're called um, audio controllers, mm-hmm. but they do these mixes, and I, I enjoy them a lot. He always puts 
really, really, really good music on there. Where can you find it at? YouTube. YouTube. You can also like him on Facebook, uh, like him on Twitter, or follow him on Twitter. Or whatever. Is he on Stitcher? Uh, I don't think he's on Stitcher, but you could probably look. Okay. But he doesn't really talk. He'll just be like, this is the Going Quantum Podcast number whatever, and... This week we'll have blah blah blah. Like the guest person. That yeah, have. and he'll right. introduce what he's doing, and then he'll play the music. It's like an hour of music. Kind of like what what I do with um, Flashback Fridays. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the easiest podcast that I do. Because I'll get in there. Hi, welcome to Flashback Fridays. Let's pull some podcasts from the past and listen to them, and then I just like, oh, okay, next, next. <laughs> this has been podcast. Yeah. So I get you. Um, anybody that knows me knows my pick. Smodcast. Yes. Because all he ever talks about. Um, and it's funny because before we started seeing red, before we even started the network, I had no idea it even existed. To be completely truthful, I I had no. Idea. I have. <laughs> like I like I just mentioned that he has been doing those podcasts since two thousand eight. Kevin Smith. No. Uh, going quantum. Oh oh. But um, sorry, I was grabbing my soda. <laughs> but before, because I was listening to different podcasts, just to because there can't just be random conversation. There has to be a method of the way you approach everything. We're pretty random, though. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. But it works for us. Yes. And out of all his podcasts, because he does quite a few podcasts, Smodcast is the one that stuck with me the most. Yeah. So in the last year. I've literally listened to, uh, he just came out with episode 280 this week. So I've listened to, I've literally listened to 280 Smodcasts. Yeah. Not to mention. Repeats. Yeah. Re- <laughs> not to mention the other shows like Jane Summit Bob and, and uh, he did one called Plus One. He, he did a whole bunch of them. I've listened to a lot of them. I used to listen to, like, I, I think I've mentioned it to you before. I used to listen to the one called Painkiller Already. And um, one I also mentioned to you was called uh, the, the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Right. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is the reason why I was getting into these shows is because I, our, our content is very close to the way he presents his content. And I didn't want to to talk about stuff that he's already talked about because I don't want people saying, oh, well, you just, you know, you copied that idea, blah, blah, blah. But the further I've got into it is like, fuck it. If, if it's funny and I, you know, came up with or found it on the Internet, you know, then we yeah. talk about it. But in in the beginnings, I was actually very conscious to make sure that we, we did not cover topics that they already covered. I don't know if you knew that or not. But in the process of doing so, I became a fan. So... My my pick for 2013 is Smodcast. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Our next category is actors. My favorite actor of the year, and I mean, there's a lot of like good actors out there, like the the one who plays um Superman, um, Henry Cavill. He's a good actor. Um, but my favorite actor is Alexander Skarsgård. I just love how he, I love his acting <clears throat> style. What is he playing? True Blood. Played in True Blood. Okay. He his dad is a. He's the blonde, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. His dad is a Stellan Skarsgård, famous actor. Yeah. You know who he is, right? Yes. 
but he's a really good actor and he's not too bad to look at, so that's why I picked him. <laughs> this this will like remain as my he's not really an actor, but he he is the voice known behind every laughter. He is the original Joker voice actor, Mark Hamill. Yes. So that that's mine, and he will remain as my favorite actor. That's funny because I I I was thinking about Kevin Conroy, putting down <laughs> Kevin Conroy as Batman. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I totally agree. Out of all the incarnations of the Joker, you can't beat Mark Hamill. No. He is Arkham. Yes. Look at his name. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um. It, it, it he does, and I've seen like I said, I what lap less than. Fuck. Last episode I was talking about watching Beware of the Batman. Yeah. Interesting on that is the Beware of the Batman, they're using all like the sub villains. There's no main title villain. There's no Joker, no Riddler, no Penguin, no Catwoman, no they're all minor villains. And that's what kind of intrigued me with the story. Is uh it's got like Cheetah and, and Not even that. They had like uh uh, Professor Pig and Mr. Toad. Oh, really? Yeah. And and uh, just some off-the-wall, you know, random. They, they had to really do some research to find these villains. <laughs> That's awesome. But they, they put the story together really well. But still, that just missing Mark Hamill as the Joker, I think if, if the Joker would have popped in there, it would have made everything just cemented it together. Yeah. Um. With that said, I, I decided against Kevin Conroy, and I went with Liam Neeson. And he's a good actor. For... He is a good actor. He's the face of all the iconic fucking, like, battles in every movie. Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, it's, yes. Fucking Ra's al Ghul. Yes. I mean, come on. And <clears throat> that was kind of one of the things that preempted, because one of our previous podcasts, we were talking about Batman Begins, and, and, uh, you know, we were talking, trying to figure out the storyline. I'm like, I know I watched it, so I sat and watched it again. And yes, he was, uh, you know, Russia Ghoul. And then I seen Taken Two, which I didn't think was going to be as good as Taken One. It was, it was good. I haven't seen either. And it was just, he's. I think he's a very. I don't think they give him enough credit for just how I don't, good I don't think, of an actor he is. He's like, a good actor. I mean, if you look at the A Team, he destroyed that movie. <laughs> he took that movie like. Like, it, if you know the A-Team, right. you know the A-Team. He took it to a whole other level. I was going to say, hello, I grew up in the 80s. Yeah, I mean. What's that movie he plays in where he's like Zeus or whatever? Oh, um. Oh. That was a good movie. Oh, oh, Clash shit. of the Titans? Wasn't it? it? I think, yeah, it was Clash of the Titans. Yeah. He was Zeus. Okay, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is That's it? a good movie. Yeah, it is. I think, like, because really I was like, a few years ago, I was thinking, like, you know, we have a lot of good older actors, like. Yes. Well, we did. They're like all gone now, but we had like Zach Nicholson and um, Dustin Hoffman and that one guy that died. What's his name? There's God. been so many. He's that a died, really, though. really popular actor. He just died this year, I think. Uh, not not uh, Leslie Nielsen, is it? No. Um. Oh my God. <clears throat> name of the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say name of the movie. Dennis Hopper. Oh, oh yes, yeah. he was a really good actor. Yes, and you know, all our good actors are like either they're too old to act now, 
Because I always feel like the older actors, the male actors, are always the best. I really don't know why, but, like, like I like to watch movies with young people in it, but when I watch movies with an older actor, like, I just feel like the movie's always so much better, if that makes any yeah. sense. Right. <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel like all we have now is Liam Nielsen for that. Or Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, yes. There we go. For that. Because well, I don't feel like there's any more actors. Like, John Travolta's gone. He's not an actor anymore. He just looks like a freaking weirdo anyway. He does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's trying to get too many handies from those massage parlors. Something. Um, and it's funny you bring that up because, and I think you should, you probably already know this. I don't know if everyone knows this, but my all-time favorite movie of all movies is Lost in Translation. Oh, no, I, I know that. Yeah. And I think for the fact that Bill Murray plays an aged character. Yeah. It really brings that to the, you know, to the story. Yeah. So I agree with you. On that, because, like, okay, another, maybe number two on my list of best movies is The Departed. I love The Departed. Love it. It was good. And it wouldn't have been as good as it was if it wasn't for Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Because he just played a fucking He did. That was, like, the last movie he's done. And it was, like, even when he was super old and you could tell he was, like, getting aged. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I still love him. He's a great actor, but he's too old now to play. You know, a lot of actors that were the good actors, they're either too old or they're dead. Right. So we don't have any old actors anymore. No. We got Morgan Freeman. We have Morgan Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) And Liam Neeson. I always want to say Nelson. I don't know why. Liam Neeson. I think that's like eight. You know, and Liam Neeson is going to play a big part in the uh, Yotno movie. Because um, the the character, the main antagonist that Ayotnam and Hiroshima are going to fight is the fighting style mm-hmm. is really, it's going to be based off of Darth Maul. Because I wanted something to have that that fight with uh, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon Jinn Jin and um, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi with Darth Maul, because that's just a fucking good fight scene. Yes, it is. So, he he has a double-bladed staff, which there's an actual name for it, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. I know what you're talking about. And so he's going to fight a Yotnom and Hiroshimo. And the choreograph or choreography of this is very much inspired to what I remember from Liam Neeson and uh, Ian McKellen. No, McKellen's. I mean, uh, <laughs> his name is um, Ian <laughs> McGregor. McGregor. Yes. Well, it was a Mick, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a moment. Leave me alone. Magneto. So. <laughs> it's always his fault. Why is that so funny to you? <laughs> it wasn't that funny. Because I, I put, I put in, in, on his, on his head in Star Wars. I was like, no. No. He'd be like, I, I can't lift this lightsaber. Right? I'll use my mind now. Can I, uh, since we're talking about him, can I, can I just put on a little rant? I know this is kind of tracking from our, our top ten. Yeah, go ahead. Our, um, okay, Days of the Future Past is coming out. Yes. Okay. They have Ian McKellen as Magneto. I already talked about this with Aaron. I think I think I know you're gonna go with this. Okay, go ahead. How does he turn into like a buff six foot five guy? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I'm like I'm like 
we were watching the preview for it. I was like, okay. I was like, I have to throw this out there. I was like, how does he turn into a good looking, buff, six foot five guy who looks nothing like him? No, nothing. I He's can kind short. of see it with, with Xavier and, and the young Yeah, Xavier. I said that too. Yeah. You could, yeah. It's but. possible because, you know, you go bald, everything changes. Who knows, right. you know? But it, they even have kind of a, a similar build. Right. But those two, there's nothing. <clears throat> well, and that was my, my biggest qualm with uh, Ian McKellen. As Magneto. As Magneto in general, ever since 2000. Magneto's supposed to be like 6'5", anyway. Right. Well, that and if anybody that reads comic knows that he was re-aged early on in the comic books. Yeah. So even though he um, he would be like... 80 or 90 years old because he was a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. He was re-aged and now he would be like 40. Uh-huh. You know, he would look like he's yeah. 40. And when I seen Ian McKellen as Magneto in all three films, I'm like, how can you, intend- he just looks like a feeble little weakling. That's something about Ian McKellen. They always make him a, like even as Gandalf, Gandalf's supposed to be tall. Like in- They made him look tall in that movie. Yeah. He's supposed to be a really tall person though. Right. Like Gandalf, he's, Supposed to be like six foot seven or something. He's supposed to be really tall, even though like the hobbits are short. He's supposed right. to be a tall man. And they have this little tiny guy with a like, camera views and stilts and shit to like make him look tall. Like I don't understand it. No, just same thing with in, as Magneto. They they want him to look tall and big in that movie, but he doesn't. He no. looks like a little frail grandma. He does. He does. <laughs> and he's a good actor. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to like say he's a horrible actor because he's not a bad actor. He was really great in Lord of the Rings. I mean, there's a lot of other movies he's good in, but yeah, just unfortunately, Magneto was not one of them. No, I don't think he was. No, <clears throat> out of all of the X-Men movies, I think the only person that nailed the character dead on from beginning to end was Patrick Stewart. Yes, he's a, like when I, I'm telling you, when I was a little girl, I was like, if they ever make, like, I swear to you, when I was little, like watching like. Watching the X Men cartoons and like watching like Star Trek. Uh huh. I was like, if they ever make an X movie, he has to play Professor Xavier. In my mind, as a little girl, when right. I did that, I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. But everything else sucked. But he wasn't really good for that part. Like it was perfect. Well, I'm glad that Hugh Jackman got the role <laughs> as Wolverine. Did you uh-huh. know he was not the first pick? Uh-uh. Do you know who the first pick Ooh. was? Uh, are you ready for this? Well, yeah. The original first pick for Wolverine was Johnny Depp. Really? What? Yes. Oh my god, that would not have worked. <laughs> but he was working on what was it, Sleepy Hollow at the time. And, I can't uh, even see that working at all. Hold me, darling, while I take out my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's next? The next is actress. Okay. And I really like this actress. Like, I think she's like she's been around for a long time. Melissa McCartney, yes. plays in the Heat. She's been around for a long time. She's always been like a little side actress, but she's always been really funny. Right. And now she's like making a lot more movies and stuff. Wasn't was she the one that was in Drop Dead Diva? No, no, okay. Um, she always played like the the fat friend, like at the freaking high school reunion type person. Like, okay, all her parts, but she's like actually getting like actual main parts now. And I think she's a really good actress. I don't know if people know, but she's actually Jenny McCarthy's first cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, they're first cousins. Their dads are brothers. <sighs> well, you know, and that just proves something. That proves something to. I mean, because there's so much change in this world. That's yeah. something that's uh, just because you're fat doesn't mean you can't act. That's right. And just because you're fat doesn't mean you don't deserve, you know, a to leading act, role. Yeah, a leading role. And she's actually she has like three movies coming out where she's like the leading role. 
So I'm excited to see them. I think she's doing like one series. Like she's really, I like, I mean, I can't really see her doing serious, but I guess that's what she wants to do. But she's a really good comedy actress. She's right. funny. Right. I like her a lot. What'd you pick? I was going to say um, the chick that played Ursa in uh, in Man of Steel. But as I was going through it in my head and I was thinking, the girl that played, did she have dialogue? Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to think of that. But the girl that played in, in Smallville, with that was... Uh, Supposed to go was uh she's supposed to be, yeah Lana Lane yeah. and she plays an Arrow. Oh, does she? Yeah, she's one of the main stars in Arrow, and she's a really good actor. I think they don't give her enough credit. I don't think what her name is. She's Asian. Yeah, but I honestly, I, I she is she's a really good actor. She plays an Arrow. Yes, remember? No, it wasn't Arrow. What what was it then? It wasn't Arrow. It was Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it was Beauty and the Beast. It was. They have yeah. a WB show now, the werewolf show. Uh huh. I think it's called Beauty and the Beast. Something in the Beast. I think Something it's Beauty in the and Beast. the Beast. Yeah. And she's the main actress in that. Yeah. She was, I remember uh, we were having a discussion about her being Asian because I didn't believe it. I was like, she's not Asian. Her mom was like straight Asian in that show. Uh huh. Her mom dies. I was like, she cannot be Asian. So I looked it up. I was like, she really is half Asian. But she looks Mexican to me. Yeah. Oh really? But that's just my opinion. They don't give her enough credit, so I I I changed my pick, and because just because I. Smallville is such a long show. That was a good show. It was. Um, my pick in this probably doesn't come from uh, a big surprise as last episode when I was talking about Kick-Ass 2 as my favorite movie is uh, Chloe Mortz. Yeah. Um, she just, as a kid, I mean, again, what is she, 16, 15? She's like, like 15 or 16. She's a good actress. Yes. She's believable. And that's what I'm having problem with movies nowadays, is uh, they're just not believable, and and they're how do I explain it? You might have a couple good actors that would try to carry the movie, yeah. but just because you have one particular actor that just can't act, yeah, it, can ruin everything. it ruins everything. And I think for how old she is and what experience she has, I don't think. She shouldn't have the ability of what she has as far as acting. Yeah. She has, she's way more talented to how old she is, if that makes any yeah. sense. There, did you watch a movie that had her in it with me? Or did I watch it myself? There was a movie I watched on Netflix with her in it. And it's actually a really good movie. What is it? I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically like she lives in a small, like, hick town. Uh-huh. And she, her mom and her dad are like, fighting and her mom leaves so she decides she's gonna run away basically uh-huh so she takes off like hitchhiking with this guy oh yeah i, I was awake for that and uh what, who was it um the kid from home alone was in it or was that no. his brother I mean, it, was, it, was, it was his brother yeah but uh she's like hitchhiking and she meets this girl and they go off on a tangent and the guy goes crazy and tries to like rape her and keep her hostage it's it was it was kind of like one of those comedy type drama movies. It was a really good movie. She did really good in that. Like it was believable, and she was young in that. She was probably like <clears throat> what thirteen when she made that movie. Yeah, fourteen really. maybe. But like she played that role like an adult would play it. It was <clears throat> like for a serious being that young and being she always she's always been a serious actress. She doesn't right. do like little kid movies. Right. Being in a, a serious role for that age, she did really good. And I do. I think that. She's that and um, Jennifer Lawrence. 
I, I think I like her a lot. J Lore. J Lore. J Lore. But I, I think that um Chloe Moretz Mortz, whatever, however you pronounce her name. Moritz. And I said this in the previous episode. The older she gets, the better she's gonna get. So yeah. by the time she's in her twenties and thirties, just imagine how well rounded as an actress she's gonna, gonna be. be. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, the next category is comic books. <clears throat> yes. I haven't read a lot of comic books, but um, he has like this. Aaron has this comic book app thing on his phone. And, and I've, I've yeah, told I have this, it too. Uh, to him, and he, now he's like all crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's called Comicsology, and yes, uh, I downloaded the free copy, which, which is the very first um comic of the Saga series. Let me say what I was trying to say. Don't even let me say this. Anyways. I haven't read the comic books this year, but I read the the copy of Saga, which is, was the top voted top comic of last year. Right. And I was like, he's reading it. He's like, look at this. I started reading it. I was like, I, w- I didn't want to give it back. I was like, I gotta read this. Like, it was so weird. A good weird. It was like, like people with with like TV heads having sex, and they were like the royalty or some shit. And there was like weird human thing. It was weird. It was so weird. Everything was about sex, but it was weird and it was funny though. It was like comical, like the things they were saying, mm-hmm. but it was just so weird. Like it was like you know, people were on drugs when they made this, but it uh-huh. was like and I like weird things. I love things that are so weird. They had to be a good weird though, right? There's like Grant Morrison weird, right? Right. That's funny. I was just that's not that, the good yeah. weird. That's the bad weird. But then there's like the good weird where it's like it's so much going on, but you know they didn't try too hard, like, right? And that's how I feel Saga is, and people should read it because it's really good. It's weird and it's good. Okay, and I think you we can... were giving this shit when we were talking about. It. I was like, I haven't even heard of this fucking thing. How is it number one? <laughs> I know. I was like, what is this? I was gonna say, and you can go to Comicology. You get the and... first uh, one for free. Right on. Mm-hmm. I love those free issues, man. That's the, that's what I live on. Anyway, um, my pick is for uh, comic books for this year is Green Lantern Blackest Day, the little series that they have. The Blackest Day. Yeah. Uh huh. I thought it was fucking awesome. I, I I kept like I would always download like pictures and shit and show it to her, and she would be like, "What are you? What is this?" I'm like, "It's fucking Kyle Rayner with all the rings. You don't even know. You don't even know." But yeah, I enjoyed it. It was it was really good. It's probably one of the only comics that I've read that I just kept thinking about and thinking about and thinking about and thinking about, and, thinking about, and I'm like, why? on earth would they make it this in depth because they also have another part of the series because you know the green Am- the green lantern oath oh, yeah blackest day and brightest uh no or black blackest night and brightest day right so <clears throat> but i i heard through a friend of mine mark jeffries who's a huge green lantern fan in fact he has the lantern rings he actually has lantern rings i wow. see him online and he said that he he loved the blackest night, but the brightest day was just dumb. Yeah. So you agree with that analysis? Yeah. <laughs> now this is gonna shock everybody. My pick is not the X Men. Because the X Men of late suck ass. And Except for that one thing you're reading. The what's one? Mini series thing you're reading. X Men oh, Gold. Oh, X Men Gold. That one. That's the only one that has sucked ass, right? No, well, even at that, the last story was Brian Michael Bendis, so <laughs> that's why it couldn't get a four stars. If if they would have left him out, I actually would have given it four stars. Um, yeah, just because the X Men, 
I don't know. I don't know how to go into it. It's um it just it's not it's not bad yeah it is. It's bad writing. <laughs> I guess that's the you know, it it's um yeah, I'm not even gonna touch on it. I'm just working myself up in a frenzy. <laughs> anyway, my pick, believe it or not, for the twenty thirteen comic book of the year is Batman Death in the Family. Oh yeah. Um where Robin gets something happen to him. <laughs> well he I'm not gonna spoil it unless you are. It's um Oh well, yeah. Spoilers, Robin dies. Yeah. But you know what? He's, or so they say. He's the grandson of Rasha Ghoul, so mm-hmm. you know, the Lazarus pit. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be back. Um Cody's trying to get up there with me. But just they brought back the joke. Well, number one, I should say Scott Snyder is a fucking a writer. Mm-hmm. Everybody should sit down and read. This is how you read a comic book. This is how you write a comic book. Yeah, Greg uh, Capillo, he was the artist for Spawn for all those years. After, no, after um, Todd McFarlane, it was Greg Capello. So he he draws a, a fucking gritty, dark, solid Batman. I was just like, Ooh. I know it. That's one of the uh, one of my favorite Batmans, and I, I think I I mentioned this before on the podcast. Is the Death in the Family is probably the most memorable because that's where the Red Hood comes from, right? And in the the very first part one of Death in the Family is um, the Joker. He's walking around in this the police station. The lights have gone out. And he's like talking, you know, just talking to Commissioner Gordon. And he's like, isn't that right, Sergeant Fritz? And then all you hear is crack. And then the commissioner will run over to where the, the, you know, Sergeant Fritz was sitting. And he's dead laying on the floor. And he literally just walks around the police station in the dark killing people. And it, it's all a setup because he had the toy maker skin his face, which I, I don't know. I haven't gone that far back to find out why he did that. But he he's... It's muscle. Oh. And he decides to make a comeback after a year. He gets his face and he turns it into a, a mask. But it's the Joker. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And it was just... I've seen... Just to cut you off real fast. I've yeah. seen somebody cosplay that. It was really, really fucking gruesome looking. Really? It was awesome. Yes. You can Google it and search it and you'll see it. And you'll be like, what the fuck? Because... Um, what a great... It just... And then when I found out that Damien was uh, a Grant Morrison character that he created, mm-hmm. when he died, it was just all more benefiting. <laughs> right? <clears throat> I, I was kind of disappointed about how he died. And I won't give that away. But he, you would think it, he would be, he, he'd die from somebody or something special. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that at all. Okay, done with my rant. What's next? Uh, next on the list is com- favorite commercial of 2013. My favorite commercial, because I don't hardly ever watch cable TV. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this. Um, it was the old Navy commercial with Melissa McCartney about a game show. Uh-huh. It was, I think, a Thanksgiving commercial. That I thought it was so funny. I really liked that commercial. I don't know. I, I don't usually like commercials, but I just thought it was pretty comical. It stood out. Yeah. Um, Aaron doesn't have one. 
Well, I I do, and I, I do. You? I remembered it before we started. Uh, oh, okay. What is it? it it's <laughs> people are probably gonna laugh at me, but and Rebecca knows this, and I haven't mentioned it. I don't know if you heard me talk to her about it before we started. Was the I think it was the was it the toaster strudel commercial? Uh, where where the mom gives the kids uh their toaster strudel, and she's got like fucking panda eyes. And they're all looking at her like, Mom, what's what's wrong? She's like, what? It's the smoky eye. I'm like, oh, my God. It's <laughs> it's true. Parents do act like that. <laughs> so that, that was mine this year. All right. Well, because I, I thought that you, you didn't have one, so I wrote down two. So I'm going to pick my uh, – let's see which one. Okay, I know which one I'm going to go with. Yeah, it's pretty easy. <laughs> my favorite um, commercial of 2013 – is a 30-second animated commercial for Batman Arkham Origins. And it's where it starts off with him, Bruce Wayne, with his mom and his dad, and they're at the theater. And it's all focused on his eyes. It, it never really changes. The angle never changes. It's the, His eyes are, like, always centered. Yes. And you see the parents get killed, but you really don't see the parents get killed. And you, you see him... Uh, going to the funeral, and then you see him like at a. Uh, he he looks more heavier, which kind of surprised me. And he was, had a buzz cut, and like a bully's beating up on him, and and just that point. I, I mean, literally, I pushed pause on on YouTube because I seen it on YouTube. Went back and watched it. Just the emotion in a a fake character that does not exist. The emotion portrayed in his eyes when he hit that wall, it was just like broke my heart. Because I'm like, I like that group a lot. It was, yeah, I'm like, you know, poor little Bruce Wayne. I'd be there. I'd I'd knock a bastard <laughs> upside the head. You know, poor fat boy. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that they made him. Well, they didn't make him fat, but they made him chubby. They made yeah. him hefty. I was like, wow, you know, and then, of course, it goes on and, and where he's like the League of Shadows, he's training, and then finally it's Batman. He's Batman, and now he's whooping ass. Yeah. And that was just, oh, and it was all in like 30 seconds. And I'm like, fuck, man. If we could have two-hour movies with that much emotion. I know. Oh, they, you couldn't get my ass off the, the, the couch to watch TV. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> you know, yeah, but yeah, that's my pick. I think you should talk about the other commercial because I watched it when you were looking at it. And I thought it was really funny. My second commercial is actually it's from Google, and it's they portray it to be you, you're thinking it's Santa Claus. He's yeah. getting ready to get ready to go for Christmas Day. Practicing his voice. It, yeah, he's making cookies. And as as each thing he does, like first he he gets his his jacket and he rips his jacket. So he goes on to Google, it's uh Google help out or help out by Google, and he's like, you know, how do I stitch my coat? And they're showing him how to stitch his coat, and he's like, well, how do I make cookies? And they're showing him how to make cookies, and then uh yeah, the ho 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 from voice actors, and you're you're thinking it's it it is the real Santa Claus preparing for the trip for Christmas. Well, then he's all dressed up, ready to go. You see the sky behind him. You're thinking he's riding on a sleigh, and then the, the the camera pans out, and he's riding the bicycle. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, it's uh, a smash cut to a sign. It says, auditions today. And you see him walking up, 
to, you know, to sit down with all these other, like, Hobonian. Yeah, they're like <laughs> alcoholic, drug addict, crackhead Santas. Yeah, and he was, like, you know, snap clean. Yeah. But all these other guys were, like, cr- yeah, like you said, crackheads. And, you know, <laughs> and then he gets up there and he's like, you know, ho, ho, ho. And his face is all right. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a really good commercial. My only, my only thing complaining about that is that that Santa had a damn nice house. Yeah, he did. He had, like. Nice tablets and nice house, and he's riding a bicycle, and that's not realistic. Yeah, but he, they, well, they could have put him in a, a um, convertible. That would have probably been the same effect. Yeah. You're still thinking, why Santa in a car? Yeah. Uh, yes, that was that was just as equally as good. It was funny, but not as emotionally tugging as that 30-second Batman commercial. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger better better sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50 percent off on selected items get the all-new harry d shearer's bloody hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our ebooks for only 4.95 or go into the past to relive the 90s with mythworks comics classics for 3.99 the new mythmark bigger better better Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one- to two-minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. 
Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Speaking of Batman, um, Jaden got for Christmas, he got Batman, I think he got all the Batmans. The pre-Nolan, um, Christopher Nolan Batman, mm-hmm. all those Batmans, he got. That's cool. You know, Batman movies. Yeah. <clears throat> so one of these days we're going to have to come over and watch, you know. Batman trilogy. Yeah. Watch that trilogy like sex, sex to ju- I don't know. How do you say seven? <laughs> There's like 20,000 Batmans. No, there's like, there was five, I think. Four or five. There wasn't that many. <coughs> plus the new, plus the three ones. So well, yeah, 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 yeah. The full Batman marathon. And, and, yeah, I, I would ask you to do the Mr. Freeze voice. Can you do it? The Mr. Freeze voice? Yeah, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think in my head how he was talking as Mr. Freeze. But it everything in every movie he's ever been Arnold. in. Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. Yes. Be like so I will turn Gotham into a, an icy, a whimsical place for my my darling. I don't know. I fucking throat hurts already. I can go. <laughs> <clears throat> can you see the conversion? Do you realize that I'm starting to convert? To what? You see. Yeah. Ugh. Well, more so Batman, but yeah. He's a converter of things. I know. But it's not even him. It's like, honestly, DC has gotten so much better than Marvel. Yes. Maybe Disney can bring it back. I don't know. I mean, they have they have come back a little bit with like the Avengers were awesome. Mm-hmm. They kind of ruined Iron Man three for me, but it wasn't too bad. Agreed. But if they can get their shit together and pull their heads out of their asses, they can come... I, I actually think that the, the Marvel characters are more interesting to me. Yes. But they don't know how to fucking write a story anymore. No. So it's just <laughs> killing it for me. So I'm like converting to DC because the DC movies that are coming out are good. The comic books are good. They have all the good freaking Marvel writers and artists. Yes, they do. So of course we're going to go to them because they have the better stuff because they're smarter. <clears throat> because let me tell you, if Scott Snyder <laughs> and... um. Greg Capello, or Capullo, however you pronounce it. It's it's Italian. I don't know how to pronounce it. He's name. a Mario. It's <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if they were doing like the X Men, oh hell yeah, it'd be so much better. Um, sorry, I don't know how I get off on that rant. What do we got next? Um, the next category is most hated celebs. I was gonna put a combination of of like a a fucked up name, but but that would be too many. <laughs> all I have to say is that we all know that I hate Kanye because he's a creative genius. I'm a, I'm a creative genius, and, and uh, I buy my I, when I was young and my first to t- tell my, my my first telemarketing job, I I I went I saved all, all all my money and I bought some Gucci slippers. That's all I had to my name because I I, I I'm a I'm a creative creative genius. I hate Kanye. He's just... I, I think it's fake. Like, I don't even believe it. He's such a douchebag, it's, like, unbelievable. Like, it seems fake. Like, it's an act. <clears throat> but I don't think it is. No. I don't know how... 
he how Kim Kardashian can put up with this shit. I was gonna ask you how how do he has money? But no, she has money. <laughs> yes. Do you remember when? Okay, this is what I'm trying to. Okay, because I remember, she's making like what five or six million dollars a year. Yeah, just yeah, herself. But, but I remember women like her though. Not no, I'm telling you, she has her own money. So let me say I this. know she does. I watched this. Okay, I used to watch the the key of the Kardashians, and she was dating that basketball player. Uh huh. The one was, she marries. Chris, whatever his name is. She well, she married for like a day or whatever. Yeah, seventy three days. Um, and he seemed like a good guy. Like he was down to earth. He was a celebrity. He had money, but he wasn't crazy. Right. And I remember there's an episode where they went to Maui or something, someplace in Hawaii, and she was wearing like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar earrings, and she jumped into the water. She thought she lost them. Yes, I remember. She flipping out. out. He's like, "Why'd you even wear them for? What's wrong with you?" Like he had to go diving to find it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think Kanye would do that for her. He'd be like, get over it, bitch. Yeah. Like, but he probably lets her spend all the money she wants to spend on whatever she wants. Creative geniuses don't go diving. Right? I can't stand that, man. I'm telling you, I feel like it's not real. Like, he's fake. His his soon-to-be wife, I think, is just equally as annoying. Equally. I don't think she does. I'm sure her family just loves it, right? They probably hate Kanye. <sighs> How can you be that stupid? I mean, really. How? Okay. Here's my problem. Here's problem number one. You should not become famous for a fuck tape. Just because you had sex with a famous rapper that went on YouTube. Or not. <laughs> well, yeah, it was probably YouTube. But that shouldn't make you famous. It shouldn't. Shouldn't. But that's what sparked the Cardassians. Well, not even that. It's that, and then it's the fact that, uh, what's his name? Jenner. Bruce Jenner was her stepfather. And it's like a combination. Now her her two little sisters are friggin' famous models. Yeah. And they're like 12. Well, but, I heard, well, I didn't hear, I read it, that one of them just turned 18, and Playboy has already, you know, gone to them and said, we'll pay you like a few million dollars for Playboy. Uh, that's probably the one that Justin Bieber's dating. Oh, he's dating one of them? Yeah, he's dating one of them. I don't know why they'd want to date him, but whatever. That child is ugly. He's not cute. Bieber? Yes. It's like, oh my god, he's so handsome. He looks like a transsexual. He's so wonderful. He's not cute. He's like a child. He's like he's 12 still. He doesn't look like a man. No. I don't, I don't get it. <clears throat> he, and that's actually... That's actually my pick for the celebs is Justin Bieber and he's I don't think he can sing for one to be honest with you it sounds to me to be fair I've listened to a couple of the songs and it sounds like it's been digitally modified yeah yeah. Yeah, auto-tune well see this is like one thing that happens with a lot of singers that are males that start off when they're really young like you can tell his voice has changed Considerably right. from when he was younger. Right. He, he had, had a, puberty. He had a pretty voice when he was younger. Like I didn't like his songs. I thought they were stupid. You know, you're being 12 years old singing about love. You don't know a damn thing about love when you're 12. Right. But I, I look at it like, okay, like, I know when Michael Jackson was little, he was singing about love. But it was like in a cutesy kind of way. Like a little, you know what I'm saying? Like kid love. Like kid love. But it's like now when you're like 12, you're going to sing about, oh, baby, I want you. I love you. I'm going to marry you. Come on now. You're fucking 12 years old. Right. Like, you don't know anything about real love. That's like Jaden. Saying, you know, he he wants to marry somebody. Yeah, that, that just you're a little kid, but he had a pretty voice when he was little. But it's like you can tell his voice is not the same. 
No. And he, they probably do have to digitally enhance it because unless you take hormones, your voice ain't going to stay that way for men. Right. Like, Michael, look at Michael Jackson. He, we know, we all know he took hormones because his voice went from, when he's already hit puberty, like, around, like, thrill, like, even before that, like, when, when during Thriller, he still had a good voice, but he tells voices a lot harder right. than it was when it was like, yeah, I'm Michael Jackson, you know? Right. And when he would talk back then, he sounded like a man because he saw that his voice was changing. He wanted, they, he took hormones for it. Right. And there's a lot of people that do that. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't understand why. They want their voice to sound like beautiful when they're a grown man. It's not supposed to. I don't know. I just I think he's a talentless little cunt. Yeah. Is the best way that I can put it. <laughs> yeah. Canada wants to bring in like, disown him. Yeah. For real. Really. They want to. Yeah, they want to kick him out of the country. Yeah, they want to disown him because revoke his citizenship. He's so like Americanized because people a lot. Most people in Canada are pretty down to earth. Right. They're a lot different than American, like American culture. Right. And they're even their celebrities are pretty down to earth. They're not like, oh, I'm the best of everything. Like no. And Justin Bieber has become like that. He thinks he's hot shit. He thinks he's. I guess he thinks he's Kanye West. I don't know. He thinks he's swag. Apparently, swag. I mean, even look at like One Direction. When I, I I can't stand One Direction. It's like one of those made up boy band groups that little girls like. Oh my god. Yeah. They're all from Scotland. Oh, really? Yes. And when I or Ireland or Scotland, I think some of them are Scottish, some of them are Irish. Yeah. But when I found out, I was like, "What? You look like freaking white boys from America? Like that's what they look like." They were done up to look. Yeah, that way. you know they were. They probably <coughs> didn't even. They might have been a band or something or a group or something. But it's like they've been so Americanized. You know, they don't write any of their own freaking music. No. And I hate them. I hate One Direction. And they're freaking fans. Okay. I gotta bring this up. So there's this um singer. Her name is Lord. We were looking at her earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a she's sixteen or seventeen or fifteen. I don't know. She's a teenager, and she was doing interviews. And she she wasn't saying like she doesn't like like oh these people are shitty. Just be were shitty. This person's shitty. She said you know I don't. She was I was listening to music and I was listening to like Lana Del Rey and you know all these different bands like Taylor Swift and none of their music seemed relevant to me as a teenager. It didn't seem relevant to me. Right. To make sense to what I was going through. So I write my own music in a different way. Well, everybody was like, oh my God, ah, she's talking shit about them, you know? Well, then some rumor went around that she was talking crap about Justin Bieber in One Direction. Their fans are psychopaths. Every freaking Justin Bieber in One Direction fan, they're all crazy. They're little girls, but they're like nuts. They're like teacher bipolar crazy bitches. Really? <laughs> they like start going on her freaking Twitter page because she runs her own Twitter page. Uh huh. And they're like freaking cyberbullying her, telling her how disgusting her boyfriend is because her boyfriend's Asian. Uh, he's from New Zealand. But oh, okay. I think I've heard of, heard about this. Yeah, he's from New Zealand, but he's Asian. And they were like death threats and shit. Yeah, and she's saying, "Oh, your boyfriend's disgusting. He's ugly." And first of all, it's not all about looks. Yeah, she's a celebrity, but if she loves him, then she loves him. Right. I mean, I don't. I, I honestly think that he's too old for her. That's just my opinion. Wait a minute. Isn't isn't he like? 20-something? Yeah. Yes, I remember... He's a professional photographer. We actually talked about him briefly uh, long episodes ago about how, you know, she was too young to, to know, to be in love. and, and you know, did? We did. Did we? Yes. I don't think it's the same person. I don't think it's the same person because no? this just happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Recently. Okay. I remember what you're talking about. Though, it's a different person. It's a different person. That chick was like... Oh, that girl, that girl, this is a different one. That girl, those were Canadian singers, and yeah. she was like, 
twelve and her boyfriend was twenty or something like that. Okay. This so is this is different. That was like that was like pedophile. This isn't so bad, but I think he's too old for her, but I don't know how like how they do things in, in New Zealand or whatever. Right. But like they're just so mean, like, oh he's disgusting and it's not like because he's Asian. And she's a hot white girl. I don't think she's that pretty, but like it's just stupid. And her, her like they were like going off, off like because supposedly she said that One Direction Justin Bieber were ugly. Well, she never said there was no proof that she said this. It was right. just like a rumor. Right. I'm like these girl, little girls are psychopaths. Like you could get all these girls together and they could start like a world war, a mass genocide <laughs> with these girls. They would kill for these people. Any child well, they cut for them apparently. Any child that has that's just obsessed with a celebrity, their parents right. need to be bitch slapped because there's something wrong. Those are not gods. They're just people. They're a right. man. Right. Not even a man. Right, a child. Okay, my rant is over. I'm sorry. I know it's it's quite all right, and I think this is our last. I didn't yes. even get to say mine. You're just Kanye West too. Yeah, but mine's okay. Go ahead. Mine, mine's, uh, Miley Beaver West. Miley Beaver West. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I told you it's a mixed up name. Well, those are every, those are all people everybody hate. Exactly. Nobody hates Lady Gaga anymore. I like Lady Gaga. I ain't gonna lie. She's she's weird as hell. I think she finally got on psych meds, is why. But she, I think she's talented. I think she's entertaining. That's my. She's not the. She's I not mean, so bad now. She's kind of like, like you don't know if it's a man or a woman, but I really do think she's an entertainer. I've seen her perform live for that. Right. She's a, a real entertainer. She's not <clears> pretending <throat> anything. And when she sings live, she uses her own voice. You know. Right. Because a lot of people were trying to say that she was auto tuned and it was fake and all this. But she's a real entertainer, and I think she's okay. She's not as bad as Kanye West. That's for damn oh, sure. Oh, that, that's funny you say that because I I talked about this a few episodes ago with S. Sadie Burbank on what we think. Yeah. You know that Kanye is out. He's got to pay for this big ass wedding he's having, so he's he's on tour with his Yeezus tour. Yeah. And do you not know that he wears like a white Spider-Man mask through the entire show? He never takes it off. No. And there's people up front that are complaining, saying that that's not him. They're, they're saying that it's somebody else with the mask. And lip syncing to his music. He's lip syncing to the, the music. That's, that's. It probably is true. That's pitiful. Yeah. I mean, it, it just. You can't even make yourself go out there. I got that it probably is true. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I say no. Take the mask off. Like if I was his like tour director or whatever, I say you can't wear that mask. You have to take it off. Or at least take it off once or, or twice. Or wear it for one song and then take it off. You know what I'm saying? What right. do you need it for? It's it's his whole tour is very confusing. Yeah, Jesus. Because it has to do with, uh, well, there's cameos by Jesus Christ, um, Muhammad, Buddha. Oh, and Hitler, Adolf Hitler shows up. What the fuck? What the fuck? We all we all know he's on a mountain or some shit. So yeah, and he's he's repping the Confederate flag during the concert. Yes. But anyway, yeah. So he's got Hitler, and I don't know what the the relevancy between because I get I get the whole combination of Jesus and Buddha and Muhammad. I get that. What the hell does Hitler have to do with anything? I don't know. He, I think Kanye West has done so much friggin' Molly that he's just <laughs> lost it. Uh, I think he started sticking them in certain areas. <laughs> Rectal like up, Molly. Yeah, up his nose, up his ass. Well, they say you stick, you have a drug up your butt, you get it faster than any yeah. other way. Mm-hmm. 
besides like shooting it up. So nobody, nobody take that advice. I'm just saying. It's just what you heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last. Okay, the last category is comebacks, and I have two. And I, I'll talk about the first one. I have Twinkies, which. Okay, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. The best comeback of 2013 is David fucking K Montoya. That's who's the best fucking comeback. Why? Because CNN said, you know what? You're a fat, lazy fucker that walked away from your publishing career, and you're a bastard, and you've just destroyed your career going to podcasting. Well, guess what? I'm here. I'm still made more money podcasting than any other thing. My Yelp Gnome comic book made a lot of money. It really did. It made a fucking grip ton of money. <clears throat> but other than that, no. I mean, it's very close. Yes. So, okay. You've only been doing this for a year. Anyway, yes. So back to my Twinkies. <laughs> okay. Twinkies came back, and I... It's funny, because before Twinkies left, I never liked them. Uh-huh. And I used to get mad, because like, don't, don't fat people like Twinkies. Like, no. I hated Twinkies at the time. I, I never liked Twinkies. Like, I didn't even really like the... I don't. I still don't really like the spongy cake part. Right. But it's the inside that's the best. Cream right? filling. Yeah. But now they're back. I'm kind of happy. I'll probably eat one. And be like, I don't like Twinkies anymore. I think it's like a mental thing. Yeah. I I totally agree. You know that you can go to this place. I think it's in Chicago, and you can get deep fried Twinkies. Yeah. That you can take anything with you, and they'll deep fry it for you, like Oreo, anything, any food you can think of. It has to be sweet. It could be like pickles. Can anything be deep fried yes. at yes. this point? Yes. Ice cream, pickles, whatever. Take your laptop down there. Go ahead, batter that motherfucker up. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think we have a fryer big <laughs> enough for that. Is it safe? Okay, my second comeback is Brian Griffin. Now, I talk about this because everybody went crazy. They signed petitions. Yeah, we talked about it. Well, I remember reading the thing where it said that they're like, oh, we know what we're doing, and we're pretty sure that everyone will get, will, will learn to love Vinny as much as they love Brian, the new dog. Right. Well, then when they brought him back in the Christmas episode, mm-hmm. which was, by the name of the episode, you knew what it, they were going to bring him back with the name of the episode. What was the name? It was like, what Stu really wants for Christmas, something, something about getting his nuclear reactor thing you need to fix the time machine. Right, right. <clears throat> well, after they aired that, everybody was like, oh my God, I'm so happy. And then, and then Seth Harden was like, do you really think we're stupid enough to not, we, we had this whole plan to bring it back all to the beginning. I don't believe that. I really don't think that they plan to bring him back. No. Me neither. I don't. Because they literally, from the time that he died to, like, the new episode, there were so many people that stopped watching Family Guy. <clears throat> oh, so. Thousands. Thousands. Really? Yeah. 80,000 people stopped watching. Yes, for, like, the two episodes in between. Yep. Wow. And they said, oh, we planned this all along. You think we're stupid? I really don't think they planned that. Because, you know, I could say, well, because I, I was like, I know that they're going to bring him back. Like, like they're going to bring him back, right? Like, at first I was thinking, like, they're going to bring him back. This is just like a ploy. But then when I read all the shit they were posting about how they did, they're, that they're, he's gone for good and that they knew they had to kill somebody off. Right. And, like, just basically get over it. Right. It's like they're really not going to bring him back. But then they saw how much grief they were getting for it, and they brought him back. So I really don't think that they were going to bring him back. I think that they decided they, they had to bring him back for the show's sake. Yeah. Because be- then he just disappeared, you know, like, he... But they were trying to make him like to be a big character at first. So it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I watched, in fact, I watched it tonight, the death, the whole death of the Brian. Yeah. You guys are right. That was fucking weird. That whole thing was weird. The whole Indian part, the Native yeah. American at the beginning. And there's no episode prior to that. 
Yeah, it made no sense. Um, I thought the uh, crucifixion joke, I yeah. thought that was in poor taste. Yeah. yeah. Why do you know him up there? Oh, he made me mad. They probably like hired a new writer or something. I don't know. I just, I think that, I really think that they, they figure that, you know, we need to try something new. We need to get more viewers. Right. So they thought by killing off Brian, bringing somebody else in that might do something, but they didn't realize how important Brian is for the story. Right. Because, like I said, I really don't, I mean, maybe they were going to bring him back all along, but it sure didn't seem like they were. Because at first I thought, oh, they're just going to bring him back. This is just a ploy, you know? Right. But the way they were acting about it, it was like, he's dead for good, so get over it. And we're not changing it no matter what you do, how much you bitch or complain, he's gone. And then lo and behold, here comes Christmas. Oh, he's back alive again. The numbers. And yeah, and it's, uh, he comes back. Um, Stewie comes back in the time. And just as. He's about to get hit and saves him. Yeah, he jumps and pushes uh, um, Brian out of the way. And Brian's like, what? what's going on? And um, Stewie's like, well, this is what happens. You get killed by that car. I saved you, blah, blah, blah. And they have a little brief moment. And then. He's walking away, and, and the Stewie that saved him started to fade away. Is fading away, and he's like, "What's going on?" And, and then Brian's like, "Well, you know, if if you saved me, then you, the you right now, doesn't exist, you know, because this alternative world is now no longer." So the the Stewie that saves him fades away, and the other Stewie comes out, and he's like, "Who are you talking to?" And uh, Brian's like a, a very smart man or some shit like that in the telegrams. Yeah. So. <clears throat> um, and real fast before we go on, I also have to say if they didn't plan on bringing him back, why would they even introduce that dog? They wouldn't have to introduce that, that fucking dog. dog too. I mean, annoying. Yes. Why would they introduce it if they didn't plan on if they planned on bringing him back? They wouldn't need to introduce a big character like that into the story. That and I didn't like how fast that everybody loved him. Yes. Oh, we need a new dog. Yeah. Oh well, I know we missed Brian. We have to get a new dog. I don't know. It was all weird. Okay, we had a dog. I mean, and this is real life, but we had a dog. Remember Ginger? Yes. She was a chocolate lab. We had that fucking dog for years. Oh, don't you know we had a chocolate lab? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. I don't get it. <laughs> Inside joke? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I had a ginger. She was a chocolate lab. We had her for like five or six years. She wasn't a chocolate lab, by the way. What was she? She's a Weimariner. Well, I thought she was a chocolate lab. She was a like a big, big like the cut off tail, big fluffy ears uh -huh. of a Weimariner. She was a good dog. Yeah, she was a good dog. She was smart too. Anyway, she's sick and she died, and um, it took at least. Four years before we were to even get Cody. I mean, and, and really, I mean, just in real life, you know. And in fact, I think my my relationship with Cody is even stronger than with uh, Ginger. But it still, it still took four years. Imagine when this dog dies. I'm gonna be like ten years later, and they're like, "Get a dog." <laughs> you know. So yeah, just <clears throat> to get, replace him in the. For, or in the same fucking episode yeah. that he dies. It just it was weird. It didn't feel right. Uh what were oh it's comebacks. That's what we were what talking is? about. Mine's Ron Burgundy. Anchorman two came out. And that's uh who is that? That's uh um, That is Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yes. I loved 
fucking Anchorman. She hated it. I didn't hate it. Never seen it. You never seen it? Then how come you don't like it? I don't like think it? I've never seen. It. Maybe I did see. It. I don't remember now. <laughs> it it was it. If in okay, spoilers. Anyway, um, it Will Ferrell is a uh, a newscast reporter. Uh huh. Okay. This is. I have seen it. It's okay. stupid. I like it. They're gonna it. kill me. I'm gonna get death threats. <laughs> I like it, but um. Ever since that movie came out, there's been people have used like uh, the pictures of Ron Burgundy, which is Will Ferrell from Anchorman. They've used him as an internet meme for years. Now. Yes, and I think it's fucking hilarious because I love that movie. And now that they brought this back, I'm like super psyched. So I've I've liked Will Ferrell since Saturday Night Live. So have I. Like I, I was I was saying I don't know if I said it on here. If it I like Will there. Ferrell a lot. He's funny, but but. Uh, it, it's like they took Saturday Night Live and made the skit a whole movie. Though I do think his best, the best Will Ferrell movie. Talladega Nights. No. No? <laughs> Night at the Roxbury. Night, yeah. <laughs> Night really liked, at the Roxbury. I really like that Stranger Than Fiction movie. But with no. Yeah. Oh, yes. God, you guys are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Roxbury. 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 Oh, right, when they're waxing each other's backs. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Oh! Right, okay, 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 come on, come on. <laughs> you guys are back. <laughs> I can't take this. He's like, and I was like, and I was like, Mia! <laughs> I love that movie too much. <laughs> you do that well. Oh, shit. But yes, that that's my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Then Talladega Nights is, is I actually own that one. Talladega. Call Nights. me El Diablo. What does that mean? Means like, I, what did he say? He said something like whale or some shit. <laughs> something. <laughs> it was just or, or no no no. He said he's like fighting chicken or some shit. Some <laughs> stupid like that. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he was completely way off. But yeah, I I I was looking forward to watching it. It's, uh, and it's, no, this is two, right, you said? Yes. Yeah. What is the premises of two, do you know? I have no idea, but I, I've seen something on the internet about it a while ago, and I wasn't too sure when it was coming out, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Well, kids, that's it for... Your comeback? Uh, oh, my comeback. We're going to try to cut everything short and get the hell off of here. You're ready to go to bed. <laughs> uh, I actually forgot. Um, My pick is Netflix. Uh, just because, <clears throat> and this was before I got into podcasting, but I got on Facebook, you know, when this happened and I put up a big stink because they wanted to charge extra for, um, what the fuck was it called? They split it. Netflix was, was, uh, streaming and then, then it had its video. Oh, Quickster. Quickster. Oh, Quickster? Uh-huh. I remember that. And, and it was All like. I know is they want to charge a lot. Because yeah. Because we had a, we had a. We had the two movies and the streaming. It was like thirty something dollars a month. Well, no, it was like when we first got it. It was like fifteen dollars a month, something like that. Fifteen, and then they hopped up to like twenty seven, and we're like, yeah. "What?" So we went down to the one movie and the streaming, and it was like it was twenty dollars for a long time. Now I think it's down to like fifteen now. Yeah, it's it's gotten cheaper, but the reason being is because within that amount of time. Netflix stock dropped 75%. Holy shit. They almost went bankrupt. Wow. <clears throat> and uh, they're like, oops, 
You know, I don't know if they actually got rid of the CEO, but they should have because that yeah. was fucking yeah, they stupid. Yeah, it was fucking stupid. That's, but now it seems like they're back. You know, and, and everybody has Netflix. So we're always like, yes. "Oh, do you have Netflix?" And I'm, they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Everybody has freaking Netflix." Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that they, other than me, of course, uh, they're they're the best. Oh, you, you, you share, we share, you share, we share. Yes. Um, speaking of sharing, we we still haven't heard the results from the 2013 Stitcher Awards. We are nominated. Scene Red is nominated for best overall podcast. I think everybody. I I just thank you to all the little people. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm one of the That's little a people. Kanye thing right there. Right. Um. Thank you to you two, because I've I don't think I've ever actually said this publicly on air, but the it means a lot to me. To be able to sit down every week and talk to you, not only just for a show basis, but to to have a relationship with you guys, to talk and to laugh, because I don't do much talking. Well, that's not true. I talk a fucking lot. <laughs> I was going to say, what? Yeah. I, I have five. You don't do much talking. I was going to say, I have five fucking podcasts. I talk a lot. But, you know, to have fun, enjoy your time, yeah. and laugh. Because I don't have to change who I am. This is me. This is, I don't, I don't put on the game show face. You know, I don't hype myself up to go into the show. It's just who I am. And, and coincidentally, Rebecca has found a husband that has the same taste that I have, which is really cool. You know, so we all just mesh. Yeah. And that's what makes this show so fun is because I don't have to worry about, offending you guys you guys don't have to worry about offending me or saying the wrong thing it's just we talk we have you know fun. if i did offend you i'd do it anyways my brother you have to accept it <laughs> get over that shit it's um, like cutting a huge fart and leaving the room yeah. Come on now. <laughs> but it, it's it, scene red is very important to me and it's unbelievable that we're actually now since we've passed the one year mark now we're approaching the 60th episode and before we know it, we're going to be celebrating episode 100. Yeah. And then before that, 200, 300, and we'll see what happens from there. Because I don't, I don't have a goal past 300. 300 is <laughs> like my max goal. So we'll see what happens. So we'll, we'll have to hire people for our 300 episodes. Yeah. For our 300 <laughs> episode, we'll hire some actors to pretend to be us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be good. That'd be funny. All right, everybody. Um, Happy New Year. That was our two-parter. It wasn't originally supposed to be. It was going to be one part, but it just... We got carried away a little bit. Yes. And it's, that's totally fine. What uh, is love? So that means for the timeline <laughs> of when we record, that means we don't have one week off. We have two weeks off. Woo, vacation. Yeah, right. I have to go to school still. So... And I'm gonna be sitting and hacking away on on the Yotnum script. That's where they're He's gonna at. Be right slashing now. away with a samurai sword. Um, right samurai. now, and I'm not gonna give too much spoilers, you know, especially on my own fucking movie. Uh, they're <laughs> in a Yotnum in Hiroshima or in a forest, and they're heading toward the city. A specific, well, not a specific city. It's a compound that they're heading towards, 
And as they're walking through, the sun's going down, and Yotnam's like, I don't have a good feeling. And Hiroshima is is something in the proximity of like, um, you know, why, Master? What's and he's like, it's too quiet. And he's like, well, what does that mean? He goes, the animals aren't even making noise. And he's like, well, what does that mean? He goes, that means somebody loud has already been through here. Yeah. And just as they're they're talking and they're walking, he's like, pull out your sword now. And just and that's where I'm at. That's the last bit of dialogue I put yeah. in, and he's they're about to be attacked by some ninjas. So that's where I'm at. I'm actually in Act Three. Woo. So it's it's getting shit done. Ninja. Um, on update because I didn't say anything about this last episode. The Incubus story that actually formed right here on Scene Red is also being fluffed. Um, I'm focusing. 99.9% of my writing efforts to a Yotnum. But when I have an idea for... You throw it in there. Yeah. So it's it's not like I'm I'm pushing it like I am with a Yotnum. Yeah. All right, kids. That's it. That's our f- first official show of 2014. Happy New Year. Woo! I wish I had a... What is that? What are those fuckers? Glockenspiel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate those things, but they're so fun. <laughs> Like, you're like, shut the fuck up, man. I was going to say, Glockenspiel. These Glockenspiels. <clears throat> we need a, a Stein with our Glockenspiel. Das Boot. Das Boot. We need our Stein. Our Stein cup. <laughs> all right, that's enough for this one. <laughs> uh, all right, Happy New Year's, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rekha C. Lochran. And I'm Aaron Illich. And I don't have a, I don't have a closing for it. So and how, if you sat here through all this bullshit, this whole list, that was supposed to be one episode. <laughs> if you love Kanye West and you think he's a god, you're probably seeing red. Oh, fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> Good night. Welcome to Seeing Red.